1: Hey, welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and with me as always is the co-host among all other co-hosts of this show zach batista zach how you doing buddy i'm doing great how about you i wish that made any sort of sense the thing i just said it's the thought that counts <laughs> this this is true i'm doing i'm doing pretty great i got some great matches this week that i'm very very excited to show you and show and uh review for for our lovely wonderful audience who Mm -hmm. i who we appreciate so very much
0: i've got one pretty good match and i've got one match that i really liked that uh i was very pleased that i enjoyed it as much as i did because after the first match i was like hmm hope the other match is better (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well why don't we get right into it I believe
1: I started us off last week So Zach, why don't you kick us off With your first match of the
0: week Okay, let's start with the match That I didn't love, but I didn't hate And that would be Shayna Baszler Versus Lana Austin at Division Pro So this match happened in I believe it was 2017 And uh, first things first If you end up wanting to watch this match If you're a huge Shayna Baszler fan The audio in this match is weird So so why weird? The match starts and the ring audio and the crowd mics are really really quiet, but you can hear commentators the commentary just fine, like it's balanced correctly. So normal. I'm like, all right, I can't hear anything in the ring, but whatever. And then at some point, I think someone realizes, and around halfway through the match, it tries to fix itself, and what you end up getting is the audio is split, so you get the commentators in one ear and the ring and the crowd are in the other ear. Okay. That's weird. Because like the ring Ooh, is now a lot weird. louder, like but that. they're just in one ear and the commentators are all speaking in your left ear while the ring is in your right ear. It's just weird for me.
1: Yeah, that's no that's no bueno.
0: I mean I'll take it over it all being in just a singular ear, but you know. It's just mm-hmm. odd. I was like, Oh okay. Alright, so uh before this uh match starts, uh each girl gets a pat down from the ref and uh Lana starts to tease the ref a bit which holds things up for a bit, which as I learned later is apparently something that she is known for doing as a way to distract her opponents so that she can then whoop their ass with her uh, British Strong style. Sounds about Unfortunately right. Unfortunately for her, this is this is this this match does not go well for her at all.
1: <laughs> oh, blah, blah, blah.
0: Like, the match starts, Shayna just walks up and just kicks her in the head, and she just collapses to the ground and falls outside the ring and basically dies Jeez. for a little Jeez. bit. I was like, okay, she died. Oh, Shannon. well, she's dead. She's so dead. That's it. That's it. Then game. Shannon just starts, like, sarcastic What's JBL like, say? Ball game. To rally her, exactly. <laughs> she's, like, sarcastically clapping for Lana and tries to rally her. And then the ref starts to get to eight, and she pushes the ref away and then goes out to try to baseball all slider. And Lana actually uh gets faked out by this because then she just walks up and slaps her in the face before throwing her back in the ring. And I was like, wow, there's just... <laughs> She's gotten nothing in, and we're only like a couple minutes in. So I was like, Alright. Maybe something will change. So uh, that does actually. Lana hits a wrecking ball drop kick under Shayna through the ropes when she gets thrown back in the after she gets thrown back in the ring. And then she actually throws her in the ring. So I was like, Alright, we got a match here. So then she attempts a few roll ups on Shayna, but they each fail. And then she eventually attempts to Irish whip Shayna, but Shayna's huge and she just kind of holds her ground as she's pulling her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then um she then Elbows her in the face and just knocks her to the ground. She then ties up her arms and puts her in a chin lock, follows it up with a few forearms to the chest, and then does her signature, like, wrist-slash-hand lock where she turns their, like, hand upside down with their elbow pointing to the air and stomps on the arm. You know the one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Looks like she's breaking their arm. I hate that one. It, it gets me every time. I love it for that exact reason. It's almost like ugh, It looks so nasty, but it's, pro- it's just probably so easy to do.
2: Yeah, it, Shayna, it, then, just uh, like
0: then holds off shows off to the crowd all of her holds each time by the way she changes her hold she counts and like she puts Lana in another hold and Lana the whole time is just like this. Just, she's just getting fucked up by these holds yeah sounds like it yeah she's just beating down Lana until Aunt Lana eventually is able to counter an Irish whip into a high knee to the chest follow in which she attempts to suplex which uh and then once it fails she uh is able to actually turn it around into a schoolboy but, uh, Shayna then kicks out, and Lana tries to charge her, but Shana just spears her. Oof. Shana then gets her in a really, like, nasty grapevine ankle lock. Uh, and, uh, when Lana gets to the, uh, rope break, Shana actually yanks her up onto her feet by just the one leg that she's got to hold on. hmm Lana then tries to kick her, but Shana then catches the kick, spins her around, and then just beats the shit out of her in the corner before Irish whipping her and then hitting her with a high knee to the face. Okay. This match is very heavily Shayna off. If you can't tell,
1: yeah, I it, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> From like, what you're describing, it seems like Shayna Baszler has the upper hand here.
0: She like does like the Daniel Bryan yes kicks with one kick in particular when she like kicks her in the chest that knocks her over. It looks really like a like it's got a lot. It looks a lot better than like the the other few that she did. Mm-hmm. Like Lana does eventually get a comeback for a bit here, and she like hits a few clotheslines, starts her comeback after she jumps over Shayna when she charges her. And it gets into this really cool combination where Shayna runs at Lana in the corner and misses a high knee. So Lana then throws her face into the turnbuckle, throws her, like, drapes her over the ropes on the outside, kicks her in the chest, and then knocks her back into the ring and then crossbodies her. She Whoa. then uh, goes for a DDT, and I was like, alright, we have a match here. But then Shayna and her like, kind of counter each other for a bit, and she hits, uh, Lana hits her with a Russian leg sweep. So at this point, Alice like, "All right, we got a fucking match here." I'm like, "It's not." Just All shit. right, we got a her. match. Let's do it. All right. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately for her, then she uh she tries to kick uh Shayna in the head. It's Shayna's sitting in the ring, and uh, Shayna actually ducks it and puts her in another ankle lock. Except this time, when Lana gets a rope, like she literally yanks her off the ropes and just drags her into the ring and gut wrench suplexes her twice back to back, which looks awesome. And, uh, and then we get to the finish, where uh, Shana goes for a suplex, but Lana counters it into a DDT, which spikes Shana into the mat. Shana then wow. is sent reeling into the corner, and as Lana goes up to the top rope to do... I don't know what she was going to try to do, but Shana just deadlifts her up off the top turnbuckle, and then hits her with the Kirafuda driver, which, if you don't know, is a falcon arrow that transitions into a rear naked choke for the uh, win. Okay. And, uh, yeah,
1: because it, it, the the rear naked choke is the Kirifuda clutch. Yeah, Kirifuda
0: the... clutch, yeah. The...
1: Who does that? Is it is it Baszler?
0: Yep, that's Baszler's move. That's why it's called the Kirifuda Driver. As I looked up online.
1: Yeah, I, I for some reason I thought what what is Samoa Joe's one of that the Coquina Clutch? That's it. I'm gonna say cause he had something. I I was like it's Samoa similar, Joe. I, I was like I was like that sounds like Samoa Joe's move. But I remember he had something similar.
0: Yeah, it's similar but the same move. Yeah. Okay. I think she has like a promo after the match where she's just like, I want to show the uh, world that wrestling is not a modeling contest. It's for uh, people, it's a real fight, and you're going to get your ass kicked if you step in the ring with me. And I was like, okay, I, I get what they're going with Lana being a bit more of like the latter than the, uh, more of the fight thing. Mm-hmm. The match was fine, though I definitely wish there was more ate, offense. Ain't no Lana room for divas anymore. She got her ass kicked. Honestly, this match just gives me flashbacks to when Dakota Kai fought Shayna when she was a babyface and she got destroyed. Mm-hmm. Except that match was better, in my opinion. Fair. So, the match gets like a meh for me. I, okay. I wasn't expecting, okay. like, a semi-showcase-slash-squash match, but I like, I didn't hate it. But didn't love it, though. Fair. I mean, it's a Shayna Baszler match. A squash match is usually uh, implied, I guess. Yeah, but, you know, I, I guess, like, NXT Shayna's kind of spoiled me a bit because I've seen Shayna have, like, really good matches with, like, other competitors, obviously. So, I, was, I guess I was kind of hoping for something maybe not... The same, but like more in that vein
2: of a match. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Okay. Not,
0: no, show me these bangers because you were raving about this before we started recording. How okay. This, you? You this,
1: this one, my first match is when I say recent, I mean like this match took place on New Year's Eve oh, this year. Shit.
0: Ooh, ringing the New Year with a match. Like literally a couple of days ago. Nice.
1: This match was from uh, a GCW event called Fifty Six Nights. Oh. Okay. And they did. They it was their uh big New Year's Eve event, and they had a bunch of, a bunch of big matches, and it was also a, a little bit of a crossover event with hybrid wrestling, because okay. this this match that I watched was a hybrid wrestling feature on the GCW show. Okay. This match was Holla Dead taking on Willow Nightingale.
2: Oh.
1: and right. I I saw I saw some rumblings about this match on Twitter. I was I was I was looking at, I was I was on the wrestling Twitter you know, looking around checking out what was going on with that show because I, I was I was I was I was I was thinking about watching it but then I uh, had other plans on New Year's Eve but I do I do think I'm gonna watch it eventually but I, I was keeping an eye on it and a lot of people were saying that this match had this match was way better than it had any right being like it was just like. It was it was supposed to be like a bonus a bonus match from Hybrid Wrestling and it ended up being like a straight banger between these two and it was awesome. So this match starts off right out the gate and these two are beating each other up and it do- and from there on it does not stop.
0: Nice.
1: Like there's no like crazy rest hold. There's no like overly long rest holds. There's no like. Weird running out of the ring spots to take a break. This match just goes and goes and goes.
2: Mm.
1: It starts off with these two like hitting, like trying to hit each other with moves, but they keep reversing it, keep reversing it. Um, and then eventually, I think Willow Nightingale gets the upper hand. Uh, when they catch they they catch each other's arms because they both go for a uh a clothesline.
2: Yeah.
1: And they like hook arms together. And then they just get into a nice sequence, and Willow Nightingale ends up getting the upper hand. Uh, there's a sweet reversal where Hollowdead uh, goes to Irish Whip Nightingale, and Nightingale like cartwheels out of it and hits her with a super kick. Mm-hmm. Um. Then after that, she gets up on the second rope and does a gigantic missile drop kick, Ooh. that like sent it like sends Hollowdead across the ring. It's crazy.
0: Nice. That's what um. Seen.
1: The uh, I I I was like watching this match and I I was in on the action. It felt like it felt like they they so much had happened in like so much had happened that I was like there there, there had like six six or seven minutes have must have gone by now, right? I checked the time. <laughs> I was three and a half minutes into the match. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Oh, I feel God. like I've been sitting here watching like a 10 minute match and these two have only been going for three and a half minutes and there's already this much action? Are you kidding me? I love it. So like, I I was immediately hooked once I saw that. I was like, what the hell is the rest of this match going to be like? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really, really sweet spot where Holodead goes to Irish with Nightingale again, but she spins around. But instead of throwing nightingale for an irish whip. She like pulls her back, hits her with an elbow and then shoves her into the ropes and then goes off the other ropes, and is a gigantic pounce. Nice. Well, that sounds good. Absolutely sounds just sends her yeah, sends Holodead flying. Uh it was a really it was really cool. Um then there was a then there was a point where uh I think Holla, it, I forgot who it was, but one of them hits a rip cord, a rip cord like headbutt. Mhm. And they both get knocked out.
2: Classic. This is the
1: first time. That's the first time this match that it actually stopped for a second, where I could be like, whew, All right." And the
0: match came up for let's,
1: basically. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's 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 get it. Let's get it together again because a lot just happened. Uh, so they both get back up. Uh, Willow Nightingale hits Holiday with a huge spine buster, and mm. then after and then after that there's a little bit of another there's a little bit of another spot and then it ends with and then that spot ends with Holodead hitting Willow Nightingale with a spine buster. She, she was like, "Oh, you want to hit me? Fine, bring it. I, I got you." Yeah, I got Bam. you. <laughs> so two gigantic spine busters back to back from the two of them. Uh like I said, this match just doesn't stop. Like it just keeps going and it's crazy how much they pack in. This match is 12 minutes long and it feels <laughs> like a 25-minute
0: match with how much a, they pack in. I would say it's a quickie, but based on what you were talking about, it, it is.
1: It's... it's good. It's really, really good. Like I said, they pack a lot into it. It's it's 12 minutes, but they pack a lot into it. I always
0: like when wrestlers are able to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one point where Holiday gets pissed off because she can't put Willow Nightingale away, so she rolls out of the ring and grabs an old chair. Nice. You know, ref is like, no, you better not. I'll do it. I'll DQ you. I'll do it. Don't you do don't you hit that chair. Uh but of course as she goes to swing the chair, Nightingale ducks under it and hits her with a super kick with a chair in her face. Of course. And then and then she picks her up and kicks the chair. She Will Willow Nightingale picks up Holodead after she hits the super kick with the chair. Okay. She kicks the chair to the side,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and as it's sliding, she hits a death valley driver
0: directly onto it okay that's fucking awesome
1: man. like the aim the aim the aim was perfect <laughs> that's like she was like oh the chair is in front of me hold on kick wham
0: <laughs> smooth as butter i think sounds was... like a fucking sounds like a sick spot
1: oh it was so cool i was like that was so neat um but she goes for the pin and hollande gets her foot on the rope Mm-hmm. Uh, and this this pisses off Willow Nightingale, so Willow Nightingale then goes under the ring and grabs some hardware, and by hardware I mean a door. Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: love, I love it's, you, GCW. because it's
1: because it's GCW world. baby, doors are everywhere. So she grabs a door, uh, sets it up in the corner. Uh, these two battle battle a little bit. There's a uh a big spot in the ring where, um. Uh Willow Nightingale gets Holodead in like a German and slams her, but then Holodead rolls through and just Ooh. dives at Willow with a bit gigantic Lariat. Ooh. It was so it was so sick. It was just like German, roll, and wham! But she like dove into it.
0: <laughs> God, I love me a good Lariat.
1: Yeah, it was great. Um Then, like I said, they're fighting near the door, and Halladad ends up getting Nightingale like on her shoulder, and just
0: rams her through the door
1: (laughs) in the corner, and that gets the one, two, three. Halladad picks up the win.
0: Sounds like a fucking great match for a twelve. This match match.
1: was so good. I was not expect like like everyone was like super just not expecting this match to be as good as it was because it was just supposed to be like a bonus match from um, uh, hybrid wrestling. But it ended up being like one of the one of the matches of the night, mm.
2: um,
1: and I can't wait to watch the rest of the pay per view because if that was just a bonus match, whew, God, wow! I can't I cannot wait to see what the rest of the card main card in got store. To stand up to. Yeah, apparently there was a big death match last night too. That was pretty good.
0: I think I've heard of, I heard something about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but. If I'm giving this match anything it's going to get a mark out. This match was awesome. These two kicked the absolute crap out of each other. This was 12 minutes but it felt like a half hour long match with how much they shoved into it. And like I said, these two just didn't stop. Like their their stamina was insane this match. It was like there was barely any breaks. These two just kept throwing moves at each other and it was just non basically non-stop action. Um I'm, uh that type of ma- those type of matches it was it was really good i gave it a mark out easy nice so yeah go check if you if you are uh if you are a fan of either of those two definitely go check that match out and even if you're not go check that match out because it's just good a plus wrestling I'm um
0: very pleased to hear that holly it's did. not
1: on gcw's youtube channel but if you type in willow knight if you type in willow nightingale versus holly dead you'll find it it's like the first thing um, it's like mm. some guy's YouTube channel, he got permission from hybrid wrestling to post it or something.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But yeah, definitely go check that out, uh, if you can, match rules. Uh, these two absolutely kicked the crap out of each other, and it was awesome. Nice. Yeah, so after that, uh, let's get into your second match this week.
0: It's Funny you mentioned New Year's. The match I picked did happen on New Year's. Hey! Last year. Okay. This happened around last year. It was at it was at SoCal Pro Wrestling's New Year Retribution. New Year's Retribution. Okay, uh, nice. This was Ryan Kidd versus Fidel Bravo.
1: Okay, I haven't heard of either of these two.
0: Neither I'm a, neither wrestler I'm a, uh I know much about. But uh I I was you know I, I was in the mood for a bit of some luchador esque action and I looked up Kid and I saw that he was a bit into, he was in lucha so I was like all right I'm like I'm down. So first off, the crowd in this match was fantastic.
2: Okay. That, 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 that always helps.
0: Dedicated following for both of them, which was awesome. There's even actually a point that I'll get into later where like two fans actually start arguing with each other because they're so want the they so want their person to win and not the other person. And I was like, damn, this crowd's heated for this match. I was like, all right. Uh, second thing, before I even start this match. Each competitor had such personality and charisma that it just made the match so much better.
1: Nice. I love... Oh man, when, when wrestlers have that drip of charisma and they mm-hmm. add that little flair to every move. Oh, it's so good. We'll talk more about that later yeah. when we get All into right. the match we both watched The first thing
0: flare. first, we'll start off with the, uh, each guy's entrance. Ryan Kidd comes out, and uh, he is just a sh- bit of a show-off, but he's the face in this match. Kind of mm-hmm. like flexing, like showing off his stuff. Whereas Fidel is... An obnoxious heel that kind of reminds me of a bit of Ortiz, which is great because I think Santana and Ortiz are amazing, and I think Ortiz's over-the-top obnoxious heel stuff is hilarious. This is true. So Fidel comes in, and he reminds me of that. And I was like, I already like this, guy, so hopefully this is good. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ryan puts his hand out the star of the match, and Bravo responds by just walking up to him and spitting in his hand. Ooh. And I was like... Guess not, then. (laughs) I was like, all right. I was like, uh, you could have slapped the hand, you could have kicked the hand. Spitting is new, but all right. (laughs) The two then start shoving each other, with Bravo being like, I'm the champion. You're nothing. You're not even going to beat me. And he actually like pushes Kid away and gets up on the top rope and starts showboating, right? And like Kid's just standing there in the ring letting him showboat. And when he gets down, Kid's like, you know what? I'm going to showboat. So he gets up on the top rope, and of course, Bravo then attacks him from behind. (laughs) You want to showboat?
1: Fine, I'll do it too. Oh, no!
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Literally that. So uh get baited idiot. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He beats the shit out of Kid for a bit, drags him around the ring. Kid then responds with a really hard kick to the arm when uh Bravo tries to flip him over after an Irish whip. Mm-hmm. And uh that I, I might as well mention to this this match is such a lucha match with the kicks and stuff because every kick and every punch just sounds so loud and I love it by the way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Can't get over when luchadors like have super loud kicks and chops and such. So but good. anywho, he uh, <laughs> he I, love, I, love, I love I love I love what a
1: chopper kick. kick makes you go ooh!
0: Yeah, yeah. nice. He then uh falls up with a drop kick, and uh, it was at this point that I noticed that someone in the crowd actually had something that I'm pretty sure was like a vuo-voozilla <laughs> from uh, the World Cup. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, no, I know
1: exactly what yeah. you're talking about. I just, the the name will time... never the name will never fail to make me laugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Except every time this guy something would happen, he like exciting would happen, he'd blow this horn and i'm not gonna lie at first it kind of annoyed me but at some point in the match i don't know when he either stopped or i just got used to it but it's just something that i just like
1: <laughs> he so either like, stopped or i just tuned it out i don't know i
0: just i, I just was so into this match that i didn't even care if this guy was blowing this loud ass horn every time something was happening
1: <laughs> hey man they're into it you gotta you gotta love you gotta love what the crowd's I was, into I'll,
0: i will take a into it engaged crowd that might be a little obnoxious any day over a dead crowd that over doesn't a give
1: dead shit. crowd that are annoying
0: Alright, so back to the match. At this point now, the two of them are on the outside, and Kid is firmly in control here. So he drop kicks him, he then is in control for a bit here, and then Bravo counters an Irish whip of his own, which Kid then ducks. He then showboats a bit here, where he like starts gyrating his hips and showboating in front of the guy in front of Bravo's face. Bravo tries to elbow him, but he uh, ducks it and hits a handspring, springboard back elbow onto Bravo. Gets mm-hmm. a lot of height with it, too. It looks great. Nice. He then uh, gets a hold of Bravo's wrist, Kicks him in the leg, then chops him in the chest, and then follows up with a huge, like, luchador-esque drop, uh, arm drag from the top rope, which, uh, sends him to the outside, which he then follows up with a suicide dive. Oh, Kins nice. He's dominant outside the ring, hitting a few well-aimed chops to the chest, throwing him into barricades. At one point, he kicks out the back of Bravo's leg, and Bravo's, like, yelling in pain, and he starts to mock him, grab his leg like, going, like, Oh! Oh, and the cr- I, what the guy in the crowd is with Brab was like, come on, man, don't make oh, fun of him. He's hurt. Oh, did I
1: hurt that poor baby?
0: Exactly. His offense unfortunately ends, though, when uh, he goes to the top rope when Brab was down, but Brab was able to get up and crotches him on the top. Mm-hmm. He then starts to mock kid by holding his crotch going like, oh, oh, as fucking as as a uh, kid's lying on the ground in pain after getting crotched, which mm-hmm. I, I, that, that made me chuckle a bit. I'm not going to lie. He then uh, beats kid down a bit. Goes to the start, starts to do like a thing where like he's mounting him on like the top rope and he's just hitting his head, and the crowd starts to count, right? Okay. And just as starts, he gets off, stops, and tells and yells them to stop counting, which I was just like, I'm like, nice. Stop! Good. Stop the count! Stop! Don't count! I don't want you on my side. <laughs> Bravo then at this point starts to grind down Kid for a bit until Kid eventually counters by jumping over Bravo as he charges him in the corner. He then hits a really, like, thunderous, like, really high-impact injury to the face of Bravo. And at this point, Bravo now is starting to beg and plead. Because he's like, we're friends, right? We, you, you don't need to do this. And uh, Kid's like, oh, no, I'm going to kick your ass. And he walks over to him.
1: <laughs> oh, no, and, no, no. Uh, Bravo... You don't understand. I'm going to kick your ass.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bravo then, unfortunately, though, for Kid, yanks him down and garrots him on the middle rope. Ugh. And then he uh, picks him up and just starts spearing him in the corner, forearming him in the face, just beating, just beating him down the corner. Eventually, though, kid's on his knees now, and he starts to like slap and like do like thing where like they like the wrestlers like slightly like kick the per- their opponent's head, just like mocking him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And eventually, though, uh, he's actually able to counter one of Bravo's strikes and he begins to actually lay in his own series of just like strikes to him. Okay. Kid then actually goes for the, uh, same maneuver he did before where he, like, jumped over Bravo when he got thrown over the, into the corner. But Bravo actually sees this, stops, waits for him, and then just hits him with a, uh, what I have labeled here as an underhook backstabber. Under? So, like, the way I can describe it is, like, you know, like, when a wrestler runs towards the, uh, Irish whip and, li- like, runs towards the corner and their opponent, facing the turnbuckle, jumps over them and lands? Mm-hmm. He landed... Uh, he hooked both his arms behind his back and then just backstabbered him from that. Ooh. Which I was like, Alright. Yeah. I'm like, I've never seen that version of the backstabber before. I like it. Like, more people could do I could see that as a finisher. The two then counter each other, fight each other for uh control for this match until Kid finally hits a neck breaker, which knocks them both down. The two then both get up in the opposite corner and kid's the first one to actually get an attack in, but Bravo boots him in the face and gets to the top. Kid then jumps up and enzigurries him. Almost knocks him off. I thought he was going to get knocked off. And then goes for a Spanish Fly, which Bravo stops. Bravo then tries to slam him. Kid stops him. And then finally, Kid's able to get the upper hand with a Frankensteiner off the top. Awesome. Brutal. Fucking great.
1: I love a good Frankensteiner.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Kid then tries to keep control of the match, just outmaneuvering Bravo whenever he tries to cut off his momentum, just making fun of him, basically, like, just, like, taunting him, like, you know, showing off. At one point, mm-hmm. actually, Kid fakes his leg being injured when he, when he like, crawls underneath through Bravo's legs, right? And Bravo's face of like, ha ha, idiot, your leg hurt, I'm gonna beat your ass. And then Bravo just counters him with a DDT, which just... Not bad. Kid counters it and just plants him into the ground with it, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I know. He tries to sucker Bravo in. Bravo then counters it and just plants Kid with a DDT into the mat. And I was mm-hmm. just like, this is a match where the face just tried to fake a, a leg injury on the heel. I'm like, yes. Do the more of this
2: so <laughs> at this point now yes
1: yes do more of this yes
0: more because these, these guys like I said were exuding confidence like they were there's so many more like lines they had here where they were like making fun of each other like interacting with the crowd like I just I was so happy that the two of them were so into this match you know what I mean Mm-hmm. eventually though Bravo uh tries to suplex kid, but kid just stops him so Bravo then just starts to get frustrated and just starts to like do the classic like just Rains' fist on his back just like sloppily hitting him to knock him down right mm-hmm. kid then goes for a comeback but unfortunately he tries to go for a suplex here and uh bravo then suddenly counters it into a brain buster which he literally pops kid up from the map once he hits it uh it's probably one of my favorite looking moves of the whole match bravo then goes to pick kid up for his finisher and then a wrestler who I now looked up and was name Tanner Black, just shows up on the outside. And I had flashbacks to the Chris Masters match where I was like, oh, no. I was like, another outside interference. I was like, oh, God. Because Bravo's like, why are you out here? What are you doing? And, he's, and the guy's like, don't, don't worry. She told me to stay out here. Just shut your mouth and continue the match. And the guy was like, she told like, me
1: to stay out here. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, I literally had flashbacks to the mattress match where I was like, oh, God. I'm like, don't overbook it. I'm like, the match is so good. So Bravo then turns around and Kid actually is able to step up and segure him, hits him with a springboard cutter from the top, then followed by a frog splash. However, Justice is about to win. Tanner pulls the ref's leg out of the ring and then leaves once the ref ejects him, which swerved me because I was fully expecting Tanner to screw over Bravo, because mm-hmm. I have no context. And then finally we come to the finish when, Bra- when just as the ref's outside the ring with his back turned dealing with Tanner, Bravo racks the eyes, rakes the eyes of Kid. And then hits him with a spinning michinoku driver for the win. Ooh, a spinning michinoku—that sounds dope. Yes, it, it probably is, it sounds cooler than a, it actually. It, it's cool. I mm-hmm. love this match. The wrestling—if I had to get this wrestling—I wouldn't say this wrestling was on like a level execution of like Pac or like Ray Phoenix. Like the wrestling was good, but like what puts it over for me is that the crowd was great. The wrestlers' charisma and just character work was awesome bravo in particular i really liked his character work this match for me gets a mark out i i like this match a lot like i didn't think i would like this match as much when i saw like based on like the level of wrestling but like (laughs) like i remember just thinking to myself like if the crowd wasn't that good that match would probably get a met to a very to a high for me but the it just pushes it over for me
1: we got two markouts to start us off already
0: it's a good year.
1: Oh yeah. We're starting off 2021 strong over here at Independent Waters. We're busting out all the hits. Thank God. Alright. Well next up for my for my second match of the week, I have a match from Beyond Wrestling. An event an event called Wear Sunscreen from Atlantic City, New Jersey.
0: <laughs> Wear Sunscreen.
1: Continue. Uh this was in 2020. This was an outdoor wrestling event. Everyone was wearing masks and stuff. It was uh pretty recent. Now it wasn't like super recent, but it was like in the summer. Um, this match ha- had a lot of rave around it, and okay. recently, I was like, oh, I need to watch this match, I need to watch this match, I need to watch this match, and then Beyond Wrestling went and said, hey, you remember that match you wanted to watch? Guess what? It's free on YouTube now.
2: Yeah. And I went, nice! go! So we
1: got Priscilla Kelly taking on the filthy father, the dirty daddy, Chris Dickinson, baby!
0: Oh, shit.
1: Oh, yeah. This match
0: gonna be a was awesome. Match. It's got to be, right? Oh, I was going to say, it's got to be. This
1: match ruled. This match starts off with uh some technical wrestling in the beginning, obviously, because it's Chris Dickinson. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's not only Chris Dickinson doing the wrestling. Chris- Priscilla Kelly's getting her shots in there, too. She's getting her submission holds, her leg dre- like her, her takedowns. She- she's going one for one with him on submission holds. It's kind of nuts. Um, a lot of a lot of cool reversals, and then there's one point where Priscilla Kelly rolls out of a submission from Chris Dickinson, but then instead of doing anything while she's behind him, she just flips him off, and just holds (laughs) it to his head, and then and then he fucking turns around, and she just shoves it in his face, (laughs) (laughs) and he says, crowds probably laugh at him. and then Chris, what the fuck, you laugh, and then Chris Dickinson went, wow, that's not cool, and just went, whap, ooh. (laughs) And <laughs>
0: chopped her. Like, you
1: <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Damn. That was
0: rough. Um I'd clap but I would blow out my mic.
1: Yeah, they were uh there was a really cool spot, uh after they end up like brawling out for a little bit. There's a really cool spot where uh Priscilla Kelly starts getting some momentum. She hits him with a couple of kicks, she tries to go for a bulldog, but then Dickinson just catches her and hits her with a spin doctor. Mm-hmm. A spin doctor, what it looked like to me was like a sit out a spinning sit out power bomb. But Ooh. instead of you know how a power bomb normally is?
2: Mm-hmm. It was
1: like that, but turn the person who's getting power bombed around so the legs are facing out.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah,
1: so it was like it was like she goes for this bulldog and he lifts her up and then just spins and just wham and just drops her right on her spine.
0: What I get when I think of this is blue thunderbomb.
1: Yes, yeah, almost like a blue thunderbomb, except like I said, the person is facing the opposite way.
0: All right, that is enough that I can I get what the, what happened here. Yeah, ooh, that must have looked awesome. It
1: was really cool. Um, this mat, th- this 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 spot right here though causes a big like break in the action. Priscilla Kelly is like mm. knocked out. But oh shit. Dickinson doesn't go for the pin or anything. He just like rolls away and just like grabs a bottle of water and just starts like having a bottle of water, pours it on his head a little <laughs> bit, cools off. You know, it takes some time. Uh, then Priscilla Kelly starts to starts to stir a little bit and starts to recover, and he just comes in and he goes, "Oh, she's oh she's coming back up." Penalty kick, <laughs> right to her back. <laughs> <laughs> this went from like a technical wrestling match to just like just a. Fists out brawl from between these two.
0: This is... I love fist-out brawl.
1: Like, they just, like, absolutely just start beating the shit out of each other. It's insane. Um, there was a... Like like I said, uh, there was a point where it, it was for a hard-hitting brawl when Priscilla Kelly's on the ground and Dickinson picks her up, and instead of doing anything, Dickinson just starts slapping her across the face just over and over. <laughs> Oh my god. However, that does nothing oh. but anger Priscilla Kelly, because during those oh, slaps, she hooks up a little bit, and boy howdy, she goes on a gigantic burst of offense. Oh, let's go. Starts hitting them with, like, super kicks left and right, hook kicks, just chopping them across the chest. These two just start, like, ju- oh my, oh, that, hold, oh, oof, that's later. Oh, I just started getting ahead of myself.
0: Um, I did that last match, so I completely understand. Yeah,
1: these two start beating the crap out of each other. Priscilla Kelly gets on the top rope, and um, uh, Dickinson comes to beat her, right? Mm. And Dickinson gets up on this top rope, and before he could do anything, Kelly starts throwing elbows at his head, and then she just grabs him by the throat and just goes "welp" and just ch- just choke slams him off the top rope. Like <laughs> she just jumps with him, just hits him from like a nice. with a choke slam off the top rope. It was crazy. Let's go. Um, and then and then she roll and then after that she rolls back, gets back up on the top rope, and hits him with a missile drop kick. Of course. Um. Then she gets him in, after the Missile Dropkick, she gets him in the Octopus Lock, um, which is like that thing AJ did, the Black Widow. Yeah. Um, Then Dickinson, like, flips her over, and both of these two are just exhausted. Like, you can tell, they're both breathing heavy, they're both, like, doing, their moves are much slower now. Um, mm. But when they finally do get back to their feet after that crazy sequence... They just start slapping slapping each other in the face. It just goes like back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. And then Priscilla and then Priscilla Kelly just starts going slap 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 <laughs> slap. And Dickinson is just like, whoa, 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 whoa. It looked like it looked like uh like two kids on a playground. It's like for like a second, you know? <laughs> He's like, Stop, slap. stop, stop. <laughs> um that was pretty funny. But then it looked like uh Chris Dickinson's about to get the upper hand because he hits her with a couple of good ones. But on the, on like, he, like, winds one up and goes in, and she catches him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And hits him. Uh, she catches him and hits him with a, uh, a a big backdrop. Okay. And almost takes him out. But uh, Chris Dickinson does end up getting the upper hand back, locking in the STF, and Priscilla Kelly taps out. And Chris Dickinson wins this match. match sounded awesome. This match... Was insane. <laughs> this match is like. I think it's like. Like 25 minutes long. Wow. And. Shit. And Chris Dickinson ends up cutting like a nice heartfelt promo afterwards. And you could tell it really got to Priscilla Kelly. Because there's one shot where it just cuts to Priscilla Kelly. And she's like crying. <laughs> and I was like. Oh no. That's so cute. Stop. You um, just killed each other. Yeah you just, kill, you just killed each other man. Um, But. Chris Dickinson does end up winning, and in in, in a spectacular match, uh, these two absolutely blew it out of the water. Uh, gave it everything they had, clearly, because you could tell they, just, they were just exhausted mid-match, but they were really fighting through the tiredness. Like, they were, like, not, like, kayfabe exhausted. They were, like, exhausted, exhausted.
0: Just legit, like, just the match is just so much. Yeah, like,
1: and it was hot
0: outside. Like, it was probably brutal, you know? Um, I gotta, I gotta watch me a Chris Dickinson match on the show one day Because he, he's fucking great
1: Yeah, you might be watching this one But I don't know yet Because <laughs> both of my
0: Anyway, the, my,
1: it was a markout easy This match was so good This match was amazing These two kicked the absolute crap out of each other And just put on an amazing, amazing match And it was it, it's, it's, I think it's an instant classic An instant classic, honestly From from Triple beyond mark Triple markouts Three in a row, off the bat This is crazy is, is really This is historic. Is this the first time we had three markouts in a row?
0: I think so. This
1: is historic. For first episode of 2021, we just got it's Markout City, baby.
0: We got a really good matches.
1: We both did the matches we watched individually. Let's get to the one we watched together. Uh yes. we watched Karen Noir versus Disco Diablo At from Lucha Ultra Britannia. Britannica.
0: Zach, what do you think about this match?
1: Because I, I just I just talked for like
0: 10 minutes (laughs) yeah (laughs) i enjoyed this match didn't blow me out of the water like the uh some of the other matches like the match i watched today but i like this match quite a bit yeah this match was pretty
2: good
0: though there were some point some things about this match that i wish like there were some things about this match that i was like eh. Mm -hmm. like uh, uh, so the first thing i that i wasn't the biggest fan of was uh how little disco got in at the beginning of this match yeah because it really slowed the match down for me. Because, mm-hmm. like... How do I put it? Like, the first half of this match is just Disco not being able to get anything in on Kara, and Kara just not really treating him seriously in the slightest. It, Which, by the way... It makes me not... Kara Noir is a heel.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is, like, for sure. I, I, I don't I didn't really like that either because it made me feel like, oh, if Kara Noir's treating this guy like a joke, why shouldn't I also treat this guy like a joke?
0: Yeah. It was very... I will say, though, it was very contractual to the crowd that was really into disco. The crowd was, like,
1: hot for disco.
0: Yeah, and I was just, like... I was, like, in the... In the For a bit, I was like, Carl, I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but uh, the crowd seems to really like him, so I guess we'll see how he does. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think he did pretty, pretty okay.
0: <laughs> he did. I will say here, by the way, before I forget, the entrances for these two could literally not be any different than each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Like, these two are literally so different. It me. was
1: so, like, for Kara, it was so, like, dramatic...
0: Like as always. Yeah. He had
1: like the mirror the... mask.
0: Yeah, like the announcer was like giving him like this fan of the opera esque introduction, and then fucking disco comes in. And it's just disco music and flashy music, and everyone's just cheering. <laughs>
1: it kind of reminded me of like um, uh, what was the guy from WWE with the the cone of the conga
0: line? <sighs> I mean, there were two. Rose? There was, there was, was first. Some... There was Adam Rose, Adam Rose. And then there was no way Jose
1: that's right I was thinking of Adam I was there, thinking of Adam yeah, Rose
0: both of those there was um oh bro I think his name was like bro brody like brody- Brodus Clay no what the hell is it hold on no Brodus Clay
1: was the the with
0: the Funkadactyls yes oh I was which right was, oh my which god which was Naomi oh, and um, Cameron that? yeah holy shit how did I remember that
1: cause he's cause he's like a he's like a right wing talk show host on Fox News now <laughs>
0: Is he really? Yeah. I haven't heard anything from him since the, the last thing I heard of him was the WrestleMania entrance for John Cena. Let him and his mom perform on WrestleMania with the disco song.
1: Yeah, no, that's what he does now. Is just
0: all right. Moving on. Yep. Like Cara literally kicks the shit out of Disco at the start of this match. Like
2: mm-hmm.
0: he just works over Disco's arm, just beats his ass. Hits. Carr had really good shotgun drop kicks in this match. By the way. Like, he just destroys him for a lot of this match. Like, let me see. Uh, let me get to back to a uh, a solid ground foundation here, all right? So, um, Kara's, like, beating up Disco. He's just kind of, like, mocking him. He's whipping him from corner to corner, and Disco starts to make a comeback. But so- Kara just boots him in the face and then just continues to just whip him from corner to corner, occasionally giving him a very loud chop to the chest. He then starts working his arm for a bit, and, uh, Kara starts to fight back and, uh, cars and forced to backdrop him then we get the shotgun drop kick i was talking about and then he ties up disco and then he puts his pinky in his nose and then puts his pinky in his mouth
1: that that for me was like yep yep now i know now i know it's definitely a card in a warm match
0: yeah i literally the same thing i was like that is not covid safe in the
1: slightest nope. uh one thing that really bothered me about this match actually was the camera work as well mm. Uh, it felt like it was trying to be tied but didn't do it successfully, and it was a little bit jarring, because they had, like, weird cuts here and there, and it kept taking me out of it.
0: But that... Yeah, that I do recall That's,
1: that's like, a, a that. stupid technical thing. Nothing to do with the wrestling but, at all.
0: But yeah, but the technical do does have an impact on how things are portrayed and, like, the effect of the viewer. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah, you're
1: right, you're right. I don't know, the camera work just, like, was, like, off-putting for me. I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was weird seeing... Noir without the, uh, the Riptide production value, you know?
0: Uh, let's see. After this, then, eventually, Kara dumps Disco to the outside. He just kind of waits in the ring, and every time Car- he tries to get back in the ring, Kara just kind of kicks him in the face and pushes him out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Eventually, though, Disco does yank out and holds Kara's leg over the top rope, which, Car is hurt from this, so it's, like, the first time Disco actually has a chance to do anything. Mm-hmm. He's still in control, but, like, you could see him occasionally limp or hold his leg, which I was, like, good-selling on car. But, granted, I expect nothing less from Kara. He's amazing.
2: Yeah, that's uh, fair. He is very, very good.
0: Eventually, though, Car does go to the outside as he keeps, like, he keeps, like, doing moves, like, hitting, like, a jumping kick to the face and, like, doing moves to Disco. But he keeps hurting his leg in the process because now he's, he's got a weakness now. He's got so a goes weakness to the outside. He's, to got
1: some... a, he's got a, a target.
0: Yes. So then he uh, so then he goes to the outside and tries to recover, but Disco doesn't let him. And Suicide dives, him, which, by the way, the ring here is tiny, and the crowd is literally right next to the ring. So I don't know how they found space to do this, but they did.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and then he uh hits a really, really good tornado DDT on Car Noir, which Car does a fantastic job at selling. So I remember when I saw that, I was like, all right. I'm like, shit. I was like, you fucking go Disco. That's some good shit.
1: Let's fucking go Disco. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was, I was thinking that was the first time I was like, alright, I fucking see what people like in Disco a bit now. I was like, alright, keep going. Mm-hmm. So let's see, Disco continues his offense for a bit, hits a stats up into Guri, and then goes for, I don't know what it was, but Kara gets out of it. And uh, when Disco goes to for his leg, Carr dodges it, and then just super kicks him in the face for his troubles. Then there's this, oh, I remember this now. So Carr gets thrown into the turnbuckle somehow. And he hits so hard he hits the rim post like head first. Mm-hmm. And I it looks from the camera angle, it looks like he hits it, but he doesn't, obviously. But it still had impact to it, and I was I was like, ooh. Oof. I'm like, I hope he didn't actually hit that a bit.
1: Jeez, that would that would be rough.
0: Oh my god. I, I mean, I get flashbacks when Matt Hardy broke his face open after hitting a turnbuckle. Yeah. Not the turnbuckle, the post. But anywho. Like, every time at this point now that Kara tries to, like, pick Disco up, Disco literally just pulls out his bad leg or goes for it, and he can't get anything. So at this point now, the two of them are on their knees, just beating the shit out of each other as they get up. And in the end, Kara, I wrote down here, slaps the soul out of Disco, and then Disco pops off with a slap attack, which then Kara then headbutts and knocks them both out. And then, cool spot here that I liked, personally, was when uh, Kara then, the two of them were literally leaning on top of each other so that they would stay up. Like they were both knocked out cold on their feet, and they were just leaning on each other. Is the only reason why they were still up on their feet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's
0: see. Disco goes for a six-one-nine.
1: Oh Carl yeah, I love goes... I love that reversal from uh, Kara,
0: where he just like yeah. he just like
1: backs off the ropes. He just kicks him.
0: He's he like, get that shit him out in the of my face. The ropes. <laughs> awesome. Kara then goes for the vial driver on the apron on the outside. Yes, that Chris was crazy. Backdrop him. That was awesome. This is the point where the match really starts to pick up, at least for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is definitely uh, where dis- is definitely where the energy starts coming in, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Disco hits his hits a cutter followed by a DDT, which literally turns car inside out, and he goes for his finisher, which is a frog splash, but carr rolls out of the way. Eventually, uh as Disco lays on the uh car gets up first and tries to wait out a 10 count as Disco is like both down after cause he missed the frog splash.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, Kara tries to go for the, uh, the count, like, the, uh, the count-out loss. It's not like, what is it when the person can't get up? What's it called?
1: Uh, knockout? TKO? I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll call it knockout. And, of course, Disco gets up at nine with the crowd cheering him on. And then Car just starts to just beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I remember the spot now. Disco superplexes Car after this, and then Car suddenly just picks him up and hits him with an Ushiguroshi, which further hurts his leg and prevents him from getting the win, but looks awesome when he just transitions it
2: mm-hmm.
0: at this point then it's a lot of car trying to go for the file for the vial driver and disco just popping oh wait yeah car goes for the vial driver disco pops up turns it into a hurricane run a 619 sim and then canadian destroyers and followed by a fisherman-esque suplex <sighs> nice
1: nice nice yeah that was it was just super it was super rad energy. wasn't it
0: oh, it was so God. cool yeah this is where all this is where it really got into it and i was like all right it was like this is some lucha ass shit that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm.
1: There was the the really cool spot where he hits the 619, but then instead of doing like the, the splash or anything, he just does a Canadian destroyer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think that was what that I was... just uh listed yeah, up, that... but it was so many That ruled. So many moves. <laughs> it was just and so many things awesome. happening this match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like like Carl like hits like at one point like a running headbutt in the face, which looked brutal, and then Disco is able to Hit a really unique version of an inverted DDT on Kara, which I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Car- Disco goes for the Frog Splash. Again, Kara just still gets out of the way. And eventually, uh, he... This is really cool. I remember, Kara's like laying on the ground, right? And Disco's going up for the Frog Splash. And he pops up off the ground and just Zaguri's Disco in the face. Yeah. And then he goes for a and Rana, but Kara picks him up and powerbombs him onto his knees. Which hurts it even further at this point because Carr at this point is now really hurting. Yeah. I actually was surprised that Disco kicked out of this too. I totally thought Disco was going to lose this. Mm-hmm. There was Yeah, that then was it this... was
1: brutal for sure watching that move happen.
0: Then there's a spot I want your opinion okay, on. Okay, go ahead. So Carr strangely goes and gets his belt. And looks like he's gonna just bring disco with it. And then the ref's like, give it back. And he just gives it to him. <laughs> and that's it.
1: Yeah. Carr is just like, I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna hit ref's like no don't do that. And he's like, okay. <laughs>
0: I was like sitting. I have literally written under this. All right, fairly you got pointless. it. You <laughs> go. I was like, I was like
1: <laughs>
0: "Did you really need to do that?"
1: Yeah, I think. I think it was. It, I think it was like a character moment where it showed like Kara's heel, but he's not that heel. You know, he's like, he's like, he's gonna be. Like, if he's gonna beat you, he's gonna do it by his own merit. He's not gonna use a cheap
0: way out. I like your way better than me going, like, what the hell was the point of that? That's what, I don't know. That's what, what I, I got, like, got out of
1: it was just, like, yeah, like he, he, did, like, he didn't want to stoop to that level. You know? He, like, if he was mm-hmm. going to beat him, he wanted to do it on his own and not by cheating. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's, that's what I right. got from that spot where he just gave the belt back. I
0: like your interpretation on it a lot more than mine. So we're going to go with yes. that. Yes.
1: Uh, however, In the this, this does let uh, Disco Diablo get the upper hand uh, and yep. he ends up winning with the Frog Splash.
0: Yeah, he hits an inverted DDT and hits the frog splash. Oh, yeah,
1: ends up winning the title, which is,
0: like, crazy. Yeah. Which, the thank goodness, pops. the ref had
1: it. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> there, this match was odd for me, because there are parts where, to me, this match dragged, and I was like, mm.
1: Yeah, same here. I had that same but like, feeling.
0: But like I said, like, I can't even deny There were some... The wrestling in this match was good, and, like, there were some spots that really had me, like, going like, oh, shit, let's fucking... I fucking love wrestling. Like this oh, is fucking Oh shit, awesome. this is wrestling, baby. Uh, and it really got me onto it. But like those parts were dragged. I was like, whatever. Also, I just remembered there was this really odd thing where commentary was literally just talking over the loudspeakers, which was hit or miss for me.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I was into that.
0: I like, mean, I guess, I guess you got to the crowd
1: them. the commentary, but like, I don't know. For the for the video or for anybody watching it, like on TV, it's just like,
0: bleh. Yeah, like, sometimes they were fine, and other times they would just, like, be talking about something that's not involved with the match, and, like, the problem with that is it's over the loudspeaker, so I have to listen to that, whereas before I could just kind of just tune it. I, you could just, like, if you were in the crowd, like, you just not listen. To it. It's just, it's hitterous. Mm-hmm. I give this match a high meh.
1: Yeah, I think I'm with you there. It just, it didn't get that mark out. It didn't break yeah. that, that threshold for me because of how it dragged on at some points.
0: I think. God, there were just some I like I'm just remembering now. Like there were like the points where like Carl was just standing there and now it's just like nothing's happening. Disco's literally gotten his ass kicked for five minutes, five to ten minutes straight right now. Mm-hmm. Disco's and, just been getting his ass beat for ten the-
1: minutes, and I don't know how much longer I can watch this.
0: <laughs> and then finally, like like I said, like, like me and Mikey said, once the match like really picked up, it's awesome.
1: Yeah. I wish the, the, the part where it picked up lasted longer though. I feel like exactly, I feel like once yeah. as soon as it started picking up, it ended.
0: Yeah, it's like towards the end of the match, too, I think. Mm-hmm. It was all markouts and high mez over here. Except for the one meant to start of the match. Yeah, the start, you know, of the except for the one.
1: But that, we'll forget about that. Mm, anyway. I'm not pay <laughs> <laughs> so that, that is all of our matches this week. That brings us to the double down.
2: The double down.
0: It's now time to find out if the match was, you know, actually good or bad. I don't know. It's time for the Double Down.
1: This is where me and Zach go back to last week and pick one of each other's matches and watch it from the other's perspective. So, Zach, who went first last week for the Double Down?
0: Let's see. I did the tag team match Stardom, and you did what match again? I
1: did, I did last week. It
0: was... Morgan. Yeah, yeah, Morgan. yeah, yeah. The Eve match. You went second then. Yes. Because I went first.
1: So I'll start us off this week. Dope. This week you gave me Jorel Nelson versus Chris Masters. Ah, uh, this match. This match was weird. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um like it starts off like you said with Jorel being a total chicken shit heel, running away from Masters mm-hmm. as much as he can. Uh Masters finally catches him and gets and gets his hands out him, starts beating him down. uh jor mm-hmm. Then Juro gets the the better of him when he starts working the legs, and then Chris Masters did the wrong leg bit, which is really funny. Yep. Uh yeah. where he's like he's like, Hey, hey, that's the wrong leg. And he's like, You want me to work the other one too? Fine. <laughs> I'll lies. wear them both.
0: Yeah. Fuck it. I'll work both. Legs.
1: Yeah. Um but Masters gets back into it after reversing that figure four, after he rolls, rolls it over and reverses the pressure. He hits a huge sit-out spinebuster at one point, which is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And then, all of a sudden, when they're both down, the ring just gets surrounded yep. by, like, four guys. And then four other yep. guys come out and start beating up the guys that were surrounding the ring. And it had yep. literally no impact on the match at all.
0: None whatsoever. Not even a little bit.
1: They were laying down. The guys come on the apron. The other guys came and beat them up all while they were laying down. They get, By the time they get back up, all the people who were outside the ring are gone. <laughs> uh, so that random brawl did literal nothing for the match. And then all of a sudden on the screen, we see some other asshole <laughs> who shut yep. off the lights for no reason. And he's like, oh, I guess if you got to do it. You know, if you want to get it done right, you got to do it yourself. And he shows up at ringside with the title belt,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: Chris Masters is like, "What are you doing here?" Uh, and then he's like, "Hey, you want to punch me? Go ahead, punch me. Yeah, do it, punch me." Uh, but he also threw the belt to the other guy in the, to Jarrell in the ring, and Jarrell yeah. goes to hit Masters, and Masters ducks out of the way, and he hits the guy who threw him the belt, and then Masters gets the master lock in and wins. So it yep. turns out that all of that. Was for nothing.
0: For it was literally pointless. It was
1: pointless and it meant nothing and it was really dumb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <I fucking again. laughs> they did oh it they were God.
1: they what's the line from Jurassic Park? They were so convinced of whether they were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't think to, they didn't think to ask if they should. Yeah. <laughs> It's like mm, I don't know about that one. Maybe you could have cut all of that and just had a good wrestling match, but you know,
2: yeah, whatever,
1: <laughs> uh anyway, uh, it's just I don't know, I didn't like it. I gave this match a miss out. I wasn't into mm-hmm. it uh, I thought it was you I know. thought all the interruptions were stupid and meant nothing, and it really yep. took me out of the match, and it was just kind of ridiculous for no reason,
0: you know if I recall correctly I gave the match a meh because I thought the wrestling was fine but I I, I distinctly remember telling you how confused I was by all of
1: that yeah like it just completely took me out of the match like I was like kind of into it and then like all of a sudden they were like mmm no (laughs) no here's here's something here's some stupid shit that you that is gonna completely make no sense and I was like alright cool cool so yeah for me it's a miss out I don't really like it that much Um, what match did I give you to
0: watch? Oh, oh, you gave me a treat of a match to watch. You gave me, let me see if I can remember, if I can pronounce this correctly. You gave me Lady Valkyrie, a.k.a. AFA Valkyrie versus Killer Kelly at PWU. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that match was, honestly, besides the, I think, I think we talked about it. I think besides the ending, this match was pretty good.
2: All right.
0: Uh, okay so first things first about this match i like this match a lot more than i thought it was i was going to initially because the only thing i can remember from this when i was watching this match was i distinctly remember you saying that valkyrie was a chicken shit heel a lot of this match. Mm -hmm. so i thought to myself all right this match is just going to be like some good stuff in the beginning and then a lot of meeks i remember thinking to myself that match sounded like it could have been pretty good if she wasn't just a heel the entire uh, like uh just running away the whole time Mm -hmm. And then this match said, Zach, sit down and go fuck yourself. Get ready for an awesome match. Yeah, like I said, this match was good except for the ending. This was a fucking awesome match. Match started off, great technical match. I am a sucker for catch wrestling-esque like, technical matches, and these two really put on a fucking awesome performance. That's, I think that's why I gave you this one, because I knew
1: you would appreciate it more than I did.
0: Oh, great submission spots, great strikes. There, here's some examples. Submission spots in the beginning that I liked. Kelly getting countering an ankle lock that Valkyrie had on her by bending her other leg using her free leg so that she could then get her into a headlock. Awesome. Smart wrestling. I love Valkyrie's head scissors on Kelly because it looked brutal, and every time she ringed it back, Kelly bridged so that it looked even worse. Great. Mm -hmm. Valkyrie did a fantastic job at being a horrible heel that you just really want to see get their ass kicked by the face, and Kelly did a fantastic a phenomenal job at being just the, the intimidating force of just, I'm going to kill you that I was just all for to see Valkyrie get beat. Yeah, up. Yeah.
1: It, it definitely, th- this match definitely ended up being pretty good. Uh,
0: yep, like a lot perfect of perfect example, a, of this. a lot of good, good word from these two for sure. Yeah. Like Valkyrie's yelling like
1: experience
0: that... over and over again. And Kelly eventually gets so sick of her shit. Just looks at her and go- tells her experience this. And she's, forearms her in the face and i swear to god she hit her in the face with this
2: oh yeah
1: very strong that one uh her, her doing the experience thing definitely got under my skin to the point of like ooh, you're being a good heel right now because boy howdy do i want to yeah. see you get knocked out
0: same uh when she got knocked to the ground it was i was like yeah yeah I was finally like, Let's go and it's at this point that i actually realized the story being told here by the uh the, these two competitors which is Valkyrie's basically walked into this match, 24 days into her title reign, super confident in herself, right? hmm She's so confident that she's literally, like, letting her confidence carry her through this match and saying, like, I'm going to fight Killer Kelly in a head-to-head fight, and I'm going to beat her because I'm good. But the moment Kelly forearmed her in the face after all that punishment she did and almost knocked her down, like, almost, like, just knocked her head off, she suddenly had this fear put in her of, like, oh, shit. She
1: went, <laughs> oh, this was a mistake.
0: I'm <laughs> It was like, it's kind of like when she realizes, oh shit, I'm swimming with a great white right now, and I've just kind of been fucking with it the whole time. <sighs> and it's at this point then that she starts to get heavily rely on all the dirty tricks in the book that she can use at her disposal so she can get an edge on Kelly so that she can put her away.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome, because this played into Kelly getting pissed off at her and getting, like, just, what's the word I'm looking for? Escalating, like, what's the word? I'm getting just more and more angry at her as she started just being a chicken shit heel. This led to the fight outside of the ring, which was awesome. I love Valkyrie using a fan in a wheelchair. was like cartoon villain levels of heel evil, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I especially like the spot where uh, Kelly got dropped on the apron face first after Valkyrie pulled her leg out from underneath her. Yes. It looked brutal. I loved how at this point on from the match, you could see Valkyrie like facially portray how desperate she was to win this match and how much she really wanted to win. Like she literally started to spam her finishers after she got Kelly back in the ring. It's like in a WWE
1: game where you just like set, you just like set the finishers to like 10 and you're just like triangle, Mm -hmm. triangle, 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 triangle. (laughs) Why, 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 why?
0: For the Xbox players. Knock her out. Just spamming it and the AI just keeps getting up and you're like, stay the fuck down. Literally. <laughs> Which I love because it just put it played into her being like this woman is a threat. She's gonna beat me if I don't knock her out quickly and suddenly that she can't even react to it fast enough. Yeah. And on top of this, Kelly selling for this, by the way, was awesome. She really sold Valkyrie's offense when she was in like submission holes when she was getting beaten because it made she made sure to make Valkyrie not look like a complete chicken shit. Like she was like she's a threat. It's just Killer Kelly could kill you in an alleyway with her bare hands and get away with it. She's a
1: threat. It's just that Killer Kelly is immensely more threatening.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this gets into like later in the match. The dragon sleeper in the corner looked fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I remember you were telling me about it when she gets her in the corner with her legs over the top and puts her in the sleeper when she's on the top rope. Yes. Great. That, that was That looked awful. I love that shit. I was like, ooh, and then she hit her with a Romero special right afterwards, which was just a surfboard dragon sleeper. Because I'm a sucker for a dragon sleeper. If there are two finishers in wrestling that I think are my favorites, it's probably the clover hold, which Jon Moxley does. Mm-hmm. And these dragon sleeper is the other one. Thank you, Drew Gulak, for showing me what the dragon sleeper was. Hey, Drewy Gooks. I love Drew Gulak. And so eventually, this leads into the ending where like, she gets the count out. And I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I actually didn't hate the countout ending. Really? Which, because it made a lot of sense to me. And I'm going to put it on the record here. I hate, I don't like when matches end with like a countout or like a like a wishy-washy, like whatever ending. Unless it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So this is how I interpreted this match, right? Valkyrie, when she, when she took this countout, before this happened... She finally hit her finisher on Kelly that she has been literally trying to hit all match. Every time she hit this, Kelly grabbed it, but she finally hits her with it. And Kelly kicked out. And not only that, literally mere moments later, Kelly then put her in her finisher, the dragon sleeper, not once, but twice. Two whole times? Both times. Both times seemingly like she was gonna lose if she didn't get the rope break. Mm -hmm. Which meant... In my head, this went like, oh my god, it makes so much sense. She was like, nah, fuck this. Hell no. She's gonna beat me. I'm done. I tried everything. My finisher didn't put her out. I'm gonna take my ball and go home. I'm
1: gonna take my ball and I'm gonna go home.
0: Yeah. Oh god. I love this match a lot. The action was great. The technicality of this match was on point. The selling between each woman was great. Mm -hmm. The facial expressions were fantastic. And on top of the fact, the booking was just Smart and just really well done, and I can't, I can't ask more from that. I'm giving this match a mark out.
1: Yeah, yes.
0: I was not expecting to like this match as much as I did when I initially heard, when I remembered what I heard about your. I think I gave it a high match. Meh. Yeah, you gave it that, but I remember the chicken shit heel stuff from Valkyrie sticking out in my mind a lot. So I thought out uh, this whole match is going to be her running around the ring and being like just annoying about it, but no, like I was, yeah, like. Fucking bra, fucking bro, there, man. Was... There were
1: definitely some parts where she did do that, but then, like, she brought it. Oh, yeah. it definitely got brought back around. And she definitely yeah, wasn't she playing didn't... around that match. Like,
0: she didn't overstay her time on the outside.
1: No. Until, until like, the also... end, where she literally did overstay her time on the outside. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, uh, I actually understood the ref stopping Kelly now, because Kelly at the end literally looked like she wanted to rip. <laughs> no, rip Valkyrie's corona, like dude. To tear her limb from limb. <laughs> like as Valkyrie was walking away, she was like screaming, like I'm good. Like she was just like screaming, like bloody murder. And I was. Like, stops okay. her because like, he was afraid
1: he was about to witness a literal murder.
0: A literal <laughs> murder. she's so like, oh, all right, that's enough. Killer now. Kelly don't like, like me rips out like a match. shank, and she's like, bring it, come on.
1: Exactly. <laughs> oh like okay, God, I... this is getting a little intense Oof. for me.
0: Ah, uh, let's. This is wrestling. You don't, don't kill each other. This isn't a death match.
1: Well yeah, I figured I figured you might appreciate that match more than I did. Uh oh, so that's why that's oh, why I ended up picking that one for you. Oh,
0: great. Yeah. Alright. Oh. Well,
1: that wraps us up this week. Uh we did the double down, we did all of our matches this week. We had some pretty good ones. I think we had four markouts this episode. Yeah. We had
2: like holy we
1: God. had what, four markouts, two mez, and a miss out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? Like that's that's good that's a good that's track pretty good that's a pretty good video. episode <laughs> yeah hell yeah
1: all right and if you if you enjoy this show if you're new here uh thank you for joining us and also if you would like to see more of this, remember subscribe to this feed the Countout network or the independent waters in the independent feed um where we do this every Wednesday so tune in and download the episodes and make sure you subscribe to to get notifications to tell you when we're we're back. And if you like, and if you like our wrestling talk, go follow us on Twitter where we talk about wrestling basically all the time. Over on at Countout Pod over there on Twitter, where we share our thoughts on the wrestling world and the world in general. And if you like video content, we also have a YouTube channel, uh, Countout Network, where you can find a bunch of cool uh, video content from this podcast network. And if you like the, if you like this show, go check out the other shows on the network. We have Hit the Books every Friday, where me and Ryan Knightz. Books smacked out and raw every week. And we uh have our own rosters, we have our own pay-per-views, we have we 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 do everything ourselves. Uh so go check that out if you're into fantasy booking. And if you're into New Japan, Ryan has his own show called G1 and Only, which comes out every Monday where he every other Monday where he talks about uh different people who have been in the G1 Supercard one time and one time only. Some names like Ric Flair, Big Van Vader, Hangman Adam Page. Stuff, people like that. Uh, so go check that out if you're into New Japan. Uh, I think he recently had an episode about Ric Flair, or it's or it's coming out. Don't really remember. But go check that out if you're into New Japan. Uh, that is right here on the Countout Network feed as well. Um, I think that wraps it up for the... Pl- oh, and go check out the website, uh, at uh, countout, countoutpod.com, uh, where you can find everything that has to do with this podcast, hit the books, NG1 and, and only. Everything that has to do with the the Countout Network is over on CountoutPod.com. Uh Zach, anything to plug? Nope. As usual. Well, without well now that now that all the plugs are out of the way and Zach's got nothing for himself, uh, I think that just leaves us with one thing and one thing only. Remember, there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there.
0: So never stop exploring.